0: Shalom, shalom. Welcome, welcome, world changers. Here we are again for another reading of the scriptures. And tonight is going to be very, very special. We're reading from the book of 2nd Baruch, which is also known as the Apocalypse of Baruch. And there's a lot of amazing things that we're going to get into tonight. Okay. And so this is a copy of the translation of the book of 2nd Baruch, the Apocalypse of Baruch the son of Nerea, or 2nd Baruch. Now, I noticed that many copies of this book are going around the internet, and from what I see most, if not almost all of the copies that you would would get from the internet is actually taken from this particular website. So, might as well go to the source, and we'll read it right from the source. So, 2nd Baruch, the Apocalypse of Baruch the son of Nerea, chapter 1 announcement of the coming destruction of jerusalem to baruch and it came to pass in the 25th year of yakunia now by the way i'm sorry guys for those of you who are watching this or reading this on mobile devices i know it's kind of small however i cannot i cannot zoom in and i cannot blow it up any more than what it is here without without having it go completely off screen like you know like this right so it just it just won't work so i'm gonna to have to we're gonna to have to make do work, you know as we can here so it's going to be small for you guys unless you're watching this on a tv or on a monitor a computer monitor this will be a little bit of a extra small font here let me see if i can get it just it's a little bit bigger i don't think i can but no it's it goes right off the screen so Anyway, we'll do we'll do with what we have here. We'll make do with what we have. So this is chapter one, verse one, and it came to pass in the twenty fifth year of Yakonia, king of Judah, that the word of the Lord came to Baruch the son of Neriah and said to him, "Have you seen all that this people are doing to me? That the evils which these two tribes have remained, have have gone have done are greater than those of." the 10 tribes which are carried away captive for the former the former tribes were forced by their kings to commit sin but these two of themselves have been forced forcing and compelling their kings to commit sin for this reason behold i will bring evil upon this city and upon its inhabitants and it shall be removed from before me for a time, and I will scatter this people among the Gentiles, that they may do good to the Gentiles. And my people shall be chastened, and the time shall come when they will seek the prosperity of their times. Now, let me just stop here for a second. Let's—I mean, let's just talk about this particular concept just for a moment. God said, "I will scatter this people." Right? So the the, remain, the two tribes, the remaining two tribes, among the Gentiles that they may do good to the Gentiles. I just want to say something very quickly here about this, because in the Jewish world today, one of the, one of the understandings and teachings is that the Jewish people have been scattered into all the nations to actually bring the Word of God to them and to be a blessing uh, to their nations. And so this particular concept is not just found in Second Baruch, it's actually found in in much throughout Jewish thought in regards to the you know, the dispersion of the Jewish people amongst the nations of the world. To bring the gospel, as it were, the word of God to them. Moving on. And my people shall be chastened, and the time shall come when they will seek for the prosperity of their times. For I have said these things to you, that you may bid Jeremiah and all those that are like you to return from this city. For your works are to the city as fir- as a firm pillar, and your prayers as a strong wall. And I said, O oh Lord, my Lord, have I come into the world for this purpose that I might see the evils of my mother note? So my Lord, excuse me, my mother, not so, the way it has a capital N-O-T, I, it's a, I thought it's a, A name, my mother note. Actually, it's not. Not so, my Lord. Verse 2, if I have found grace in your sight, first take my spirit that I may go to my fathers and and not behold the destruction of my mother. What does this mean? This actually just means Baruch is praying, you know, basically praying for his passing away. You know, take my spirit from me that I may go to my fathers. In other words, be buried with my fathers and not behold the destruction of my mother. For two things vehemently constrain me, for I cannot resist you, and my soul, moreover, cannot behold the evils of my mother. But one thing I say in your presence, O Lord. What, therefore, will there be after these things? For if you destroy your city and deliver up your land to those that hate us, how shall the name of Israel be again remembered? Or how shall one speak for your praises? Excuse me, or how shall one speak of your praises? or to whom shall that which is in your law be explained, or shall the world return to its nature of aforetime? and the age revert to primeval silence and and shall the multitude of souls be taken away and the nature of man not be again na- be named? And where is all that which you did that which you did say regarding us? And the Lord said to me, This city shall be delivered up for a time, and people shall be chastened during a time, and the world shall not be given over to oblivion chapter four the, he- the heavenly Jerusalem. Do you think that this city of which I said on the palms of my hands, have I graven you, this building now built in your midst is not that which is revealed with me, that which prepared beforehand here from the time when I took counsel to make paradise and showed Adam before he sinned? But when he transgressed the commandment, it was removed from him as also paradise. And after these things, I showed it to my servant Abraham by night among the portions of the victims. And again, also I showed it to Moses on Mount Sinai when I showed to the likeness of the tabernacle in all its vessels. And now behold, it is preserved with me as paradise. Go therefore and do as I command you. Chapter 5, Baruch's Complaint and God's Reassurance. And I answered and said, So then, am I destined to grieve for Zion? For your enemies will come to this place and pollute your sanctuary and lead your inheritance into captivity and make themselves masters of those whom you have loved. And they will depart again to the place of their idols and will boast before them. And what will you do for your great name? And the Lord said unto me, My name and my glory are unto all eternity, and my judgment shall remain, excuse me, and my judgment shall maintain its right in its own time. And you shall see with your eyes that the enemy will not overthrow Zion, nor shall they burn Jerusalem but be ministers of the judge for a time. But do you go and do, excuse me, but do you go and do whatever I said unto you? And I went and took Jeremiah and Adu and Suriah and Yabish and Ganelit and all the honorable men of the people. And I led them to the valley of Kidron and narrated to them all that had been said to me. And they lifted up their voice, and they all wept. And we sat there and fasted until evening. Invasion of the Chaldeans and their entrance into the city after the sacred vessels were, uh, were hidden and the city walls overthrown by angels. And it came to pass on the morrow, or tomorrow, but, you know the next day, that, lo, the army of the Chaldeans surrounded the city. And at that time of the evening, I... Baruch left the people and went forth and stood by the oak, and I was grieving over Zion, and lamenting over the captivity, which had come upon the people. And lo, suddenly, a strong spirit raised me, and bore me aloft over the wall of Jerusalem. By the way, I, I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this, but there are, there has been times. In recent history, so to speak, there has been times that people have claimed to actually have experienced something like this themselves, like Vax when the spirit took somebody and actually teleported them to a different to a different place. I've heard of this happening many times, actually. Yeah, more than just a few times for sure. I've heard of this happening with people, the spirit of God actually literally taking them and to, you know. Almost like putting them into a teleportation machine and taking them to other places. And I beheld, and lo, four angels standing at the four corners of the city, each of them holding a torch of fire in his hands. And another angel began to descend from heaven and said unto them, Hold your lamps and do not light them till I tell you. For I am first sent to speak a word to the earth and to place it. Excuse me. To place in it what the Lord, the most, the Most High, has commanded me, and I saw him descend into the holy of holies, and take there the veil, the holy ark, and the holy and holy ark, and the mercy seat, and the two ta- tables or the two tablets, and the holy raiment of the priests, and the altar of incense, and the forty-eight precious stones wherewith the priest was adorned in all the holy vessels of the tabernacle. And he spoke to the earth with a loud voice, Earth, 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 hear the word of the mighty God, and receive what I commit to you, and guard them until the last times, so that when you are ordered, you may restore them, so that strangers may not get possession of them, For the time comes when Jerusalem also will be delivered for a time, until it is said that it is again restored forever. And the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up. And after these things I heard that angel saying unto those angels who held the lamps, Destroy, therefore, and overthrow its wall to its foundations, lest the enemy should boast and say, We have overthrown the wall of Zion. And we have burnt the place of the mighty God. And they have seized the place where I have been standing before. Now the angels did as he commanded. And when they had broken up the w- corner, corners of the walls, a voice was heard from the interior of the temple after the wall had, fought, had fallen, saying, Enter, your en- you enemies. And come, you adversaries, for he has kept the house, for he who kept the house has forsaken it. And I, Baruch, departed. And it came to pass after these things that the army of the Chaldees entered and seized the house and all that was around it. And they led the people away captive and slew some of them, and bound Zedekiah the king, and sent him to the king of Babylon. First fast. Of seven days, Baruch Baruch to remain amid the, the ruins of Jerusalem and Jeremiah to accompany the exiles to Babylon. Baruch's dirge over Jerusalem, chapter 9. And I, Baruch, came, and Jeremiah, whose heart was found pure from sins, who had not been captured in the seizure of the city, and we rent our garments. We wept and mourned and fasted seven days. Chapter 10. And it came to pass after seven days that the word of God came to me and said to me, tell Jeremiah to go and support the captivity of the people unto Babylon. But do you remain here amid the desolation of Zion? And I will show to you After these days, what will befall at the end of days? And I said to Jeremiah, as the Lord commanded me, and he indeed departed with the people. But I, Baruch, returned and sat before the gates of the temple, and I lamented with the following lamentation over Zion and said, Blessed is he who was not born, or he who having been born has died. But as for us who live, Woe unto us, because we see the afflictions of Zion and what has befallen Jerusalem. I will call the sirens from the the sea, and you, Lilin, come, come you from the desert, and you, Shadim, and dragons from the forest. Awake and gird up your loins unto morning, and take with me the dirges, and make lamentation with me, you husbandmen, so not again and o earth wherefore give you the uh, your harvest fruits keep within you the sweets of your sustenance and you vine why further do you give your wine for an offering will not again be made there from there in zion nor will first fruits again be offered and do ye o heavens withhold you, your due and open not the treasuries of rain. And do you, O sun, withhold the, the light of your rays? Do you, O moon, extinguish the multitude of your light? For why should light rise again where the light of Zion has, is darkened? And you, you bridegrooms, enter not in. And let not the brides adorn themselves with garlands. And you. Women, pray not that you may bear, for the barren shall above all rejoice, and those who have no son shall be glad, and those who have sons shall have anguish. For why should they bear in pain, only to bury in grief? Or why, again, should mankind have son? Or why should the seed of their kind again be named? Where is Where this mother is desolate and her sons are led into captivity from this time forward, speak not of beauty and disclose not of gracefulness. Moreover, you priests take you the keys of the sanctuary and cast them into the height of heaven and give them to the Lord and say, guard your house yourself, for lo, we are found false stewards. And you, you virgins, who weave fine linen and silk with gold of Ophir, take with haste all these things and cast them into the fire, that it may bear to him who made them, and the flame send them to him who created them, lest the enemy get possession of them. Moreover, I, Baruch, say this unto you, Babylon, if you had prospered and Zion had dwelt in her glory, yet the the grief to us had been great that you should be equal to zion but now lo the grief is infinite and the lamentation measureless for lo you are prospered and zion desolate who will be judge regarding these things or to whom shall we complain regarding that which has befallen us o lord how have you borne it our fathers went to rest without grief and lo the righteous sleep in the in the earth in tranquility for they knew not anguish they knew not this anguish nor yet had they heard of of that which had befallen us would that you had ears o earth and that you had a heart o dust that you might Go and announce in Sheol and say to the dead, Blessed are you more than we who live. Okay, this is chapter 12. You'll see here there's two columns. On the left hand side is the tip, is oh the, the typical manuscript. On the on the right hand side we have the Greek fragment. Okay, so just comparing the two. Chapter 12. But I will say this as I think, and I will speak against you, O land, which alt prospering. It it says here in the in the alternative uh, the Greek fragment, and speak against you the land that is prospering. Verse Verse two The noonday does does not always burn. Not always does the noonday burn. Nor do the rays of the sun constantly give light. Do not expect land. Hope that you will always be prosperous and rejoicing. And the fragment says, do do not you expect to rejoice. It's kind of hard to read, as you can see. And be not greatly uplifted and boastful, for assuredly it is in its own season shall the divine wrath awaken against you, which now in long suffering is held as if, as it were, by rains. The second fast, revelation as to the coming judgment on the heathen. And when I said these things, I fasted seven days. And it came to pass after these things that I, Baruch, was standing upon Mount Zion, and lo, a voice came from the height and said to me, Stand upon your feet, Baruch, and hear the word of the mighty God. Because you have been astonished at what has befallen Zion, you shall therefore be assured, assuredly preserved, preserved to the consummation of the times that you may be for a testimony. So that if ever those prosperous cities say, Why has the mighty God brought upon us this ret- retribution? Say to them you and those like you who shall who shall have seen this evil, this is the evil and retribution which is coming upon you and upon the people in its de- destined time that the nations may be th- thoroughly smitten and when they shall be in anguish excuse me and then they shall be in anguish and if they say at that time for how long you will say to them you who have drunk the strained wine drink you also to, of its dregs the judgment of the lofty one who has no respect of persons in other words he doesn't play he doesn't play favorites on this account he had Aforetime no mercy on his own sons, but afflicted them as his enemies because they sinned, then therefore, they were chastened, and that they might be sanctified. but now, you peoples and nations, you are guilty because you have always trodden down the earth and used the creation unrighteous unrighteously, or misused the created things, oh boy. Don't we see a lot of that with with recreational drug use? Misuse the created things, for I have always benefited you, and you have always been ungrateful for the beneficence. In the Greek fragment, it says, "For you were always being benefited, but you were you were always ungrateful." Chapters fourteen through nineteen, the righteousness of the righteous. Okay, so I'm not. I'll just skip over to chapter fourteen. And I answered and said, Lo, you have shown me the method of the times, and that which shall be after these things. And you have said unto me that the retribution which has been spoken of by you shall come upon the nations. And now I know that those who have sinned are many, and they have lived in prosperity. And depart from the world, but the few nations which be left in those times, to whom those words shall he said, which, which you did say, for what advantage is, is there in this, or what evil, worse than, worse than what, we, excuse me, worse than what we have seen befall us, are we to expect to see? But again, I will speak in your presence what they have profited who had knowledge before you and have not walked in vanity as the rest of the nations and have not said to the dead, give us life, but always feared you and have not left your ways. And lo, they have been carried off, nor on their account have you had mercy on Zion. And if others did evil, it was due to Zion that on account of the works of those who wrought good works, she should be forgiven and should not be overwhelmed on account of the works of those who wrought unrighteousness. But who, O Lord, my Lord, will comprehend your judgment? Or who will, will search out the profoundness of your way? Or who will think, think out The weight of your path or who will be able to think out your incomprehensible count or or who of those who are born has ever found the beginning or the end of your wisdom. For we have all been made like a breath. For as the breath ascends involuntarily and again dies, so it is with the nature of men who depart not according to their own will and know not what will befall them in the end for the righteous justify excuse me for the righteous justly hope for the end and without fear depart from this habitation because they have with you a store of works preserved in treasuries on this account also these without fear leave this world and trusting with hope They hope to receive the world which you have promised them. But as for us, woe to us, who also are now shamefully entreated, and at that time look forward only to evils. But you know accurately what you have done by means of your servants, for we are not able to understand which is good as you are our Creator but again i will speak in your presence o lord my lord when of old when of old there was no world with its inhabitants you did devise and speak with a word and forthwith the works of creation stood before you and you did say that you would make for your world man as an administrator as the administrator of your works that it might be known that He was by no means made on account of the world, but the world on account of him. And now I see that as for the world which has been made on account of us, lo, it abides, but we on account of whom it was made depart. And the Lord answered and said unto me, You are rightly astonished regarding the departure of man, but you have not judged well regarding the evils which befall those who sin. And as regards what you have said, that the righteous are carried off and the impious are prospered. And and as regards what you have said, man knows not your judgment, on this account, hear, and I will speak to you and hearken, and I will cause you to hear my words. Man would not rightly have understood my judgment unless they had accepted the law. And I had instructed them, and I had instructed him in understanding, but now, because he transgressed wittingly, yes, just on this ground that he knows about it, he shall be tormented, and as regards what you did what you did say, touching the righteous, that on account of them has this world come, so also again shall that which is to come come on their account for this world is to them a strife and a labor with much trouble and that accordingly which is to come a crown with great glory and i answered and said o lord my lord lo in the years excuse me lo the years of this time are few and evil and who is able in his little time to acquire that which is measureless And the Lord answered and said unto me, With the Most High, account is not taken of time, nor of a few years. Very good, very good point there. A lot of people say in the spiritual realm, there is really no concept of time. For what did it profit Adam that he lived 930 years and transgressed that which he was commanded? Therefore, the multitude of that time that he lived did not profit him. But brought death and cut off the years of those who were born before him, or excuse me, from him. Wherein did Moses suffer loss, in that he lived only a hundred and twenty years? And inasmuch he was subject to him who formed him, brought the law to the seed of Jacob and lighted a lamp for the nation of Israel. And I answered and said, He that lighted has taken from the light, and there are but few that have imitated him. But those many whom he has lighted have taken from the darkness of Adam, and have not rejoiced in the light of the lamp. And he answered and said unto me, Wherefore at that time he appointed for them a covenant, and said, Behold, I have placed before you life and death. And he called heaven and earth to witness against them for he knew that his time was but short but that heaven and earth always excuse me endure always but after his death they sinned and transgressed they knew that they had the law reproving them and the light in which nothing could err also the spheres which testify and me now, reg- regarding everything that is, it is I that judge. But do not you take counsel in your soul regarding these things, nor afflict yourself because of those which have been. For now it is the consummation of time that should be considered, whether of business or of prosperity or of shame, and not of, or not the beginning thereof. Because if a man be prospered in his beginnings and shamefully entreated in his old age, he forgets all the prosperity that he had. And again, if a man is shamefully entreated in his beginnings and at his end is prospered, he remembers not, again, his evil treatment. And again, hearken, though each one were prospered at that time, all the time from the day on which Death was decreed against those who transgress, and in his end was destroyed. In vain would have been everything. Chapter 20, Zion is taken away to hasten the advent of the judgment. Therefore, behold, the days come, and the times shall hasten more than the former, and the seasons shall speed on more than those that are past. And the years shall pass more quickly than the present years. Therefore, have I now taken away Zion, that I may may the more speedily visit the world in its season. Now, therefore, hold fast in your heart everything that I command you, and seal it in the recesses of your mind. And then I will show you the judgment of my might and my ways which are unsearchable. Go therefore and sanctify yourself seven days, and eat no bread, nor drink water, nor speak to anyone, and afterwards come to that place, and I will reveal myself to you, and speak true things with you, and will give you commandment regarding the method of the times, for they are coming, and tarry not. Chapter 21, fast of seven days, is Baruch's prayer and God's answer. The prayer of Baruch, the son of Nariah. And I went and sat in the valley of Kidron in a cave of the earth, and I sanctified my soul there and ate no bread. Yet I was not hungry, and I drank no water. Yet I thirsted not. And I was there till the seventh day, as he commanded me. And afterwards I came to that place where he had spoken with me, And it came to pass at sunset that my soul took much thought and I began to speak in the presence of the mighty one and said, O you that have made the earth, hear me, that have fixed the firmament of uh, by the word and have made firm the height of the heaven by the spirit that have called from the beginning of the world that which did not yet exist and they obey you you that have commanded the air by your nod and have seen those things which are to be as those as things which you are do, which you are doing you that rule with great thought the hosts that stand before you also the countless holy beings which which you did make from the beginning of flame and fire which stand around your throne, you rule with indignation. To you only does this belong, that you should do forthwith whatever you, you do wish, who causes the drops of rain to rain by number upon the earth, and alone who and alone knows the consummation of the times before they come. Have respect unto my prayer. For you alone are able to sustain all who are, and those who have passed away, and those who are to be, those who sin, and those who are and and those who are to righteous as living and being past finding out. For you alone do live immortal and past finding out, and know the number of mankind, and if and if in time many have sinned yet others not not a few have been righteous you know where you preserve the end of those who have sinned or the consummation of those who have been righteous for if there were this life only which belongs to all men nothing could be more bitter than this for of that for of what profit is strength that turns to sickness or fullness of food that turns to famine, or beauty that turns to ugliness. For the nature of man is always changeable. For what we were were formerly, now we no longer are, and what we now are we shall not afterwards remain. For if a consummation had been prepared for all, in vain would have been their beginning." But regarding everything that comes from you, do you inform me? And regarding everything about which I ask you, do enlighten me. How long will that which is corruptible remain? And how long will the time of mortals be prospered? Until what time will those who transgress in the world be polluted with such with much wickedness? Command, therefore, in mercy and, and accomplish all that you said you would bring, that your might may be made known to those who think that your long suffering is weakness. And show to those who know not that everything that has befallen us and our city until now has been according to the long suffering of your power, because out of your name you have called us a beloved people. Bring to an end, therefore, henceforth mortality, and remove accordingly the angel of death, and let your glory appear, and let the might of your beauty be, made, be known, and let Sheol be sealed, so that from this time forward it may not receive the dead, and let the treasuries of souls restore those which are enclosed in them. For there have been many years like those that are desolate from the days of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, and of all those who are like them, who sleep in the earth, on, on whose account you did say that you had created the world. And now quickly show your glory, and do not defer what, you had, you ha, what has been promised by you, And when I had completed the words of this prayer, I was greatly weakened. Chapter 22. It came to pass after these things that lo, the heavens were opened. And I saw, and power was given to me, and a voice was heard from on high, and it said to me, Baruch, Baruch, why are you troubled? He who travels by a road but does not complete it or, or who, d- who departs by sea but does not arrive at the port? Can he be comforted? Or, or he who promises to give a present to another but does not fulfill it, is it not robbery? Or he who sows the earth but does not reap its fruit in its season, does he not lose everything? He who plants a plant unless it grows till the time suitable to it, does does he who planted it expect to receive fruit from it? Or a woman who has conceived, if she bring forth untimely, does she not assuredly slay her infant? Or he who builds a house, if he d- does not roof it and complete it, can it be called a house? Tell me that first. And I answered and said, Not so, Lord. Not so, O Lord, my Lord. And he answered and said to me, Why, therefore, are you troubled about that which you know not? And why are you ill at ease about things in which you are ignorant? For as such, you have not forgotten the people who now are and those who have passed away. So I remember those who, who are appointed to come. But because when Adam sinned and death was decreed against those who who should be born, then the multitude of those who should be born was numbered. And for that number, a place was prepared where the living might dwell and the dead might be guarded. Before, therefore, the number aforesaid is fulfilled, the creature will not live again, for my spirit is the creator of life. And Sheol will will receive the dead. And again, it is given to you to hear what things are to come after these times. For truly, my redemption has drawn nigh, and and it, excuse me, and is not far distant as aforetime. Chapter twenty four: the coming judgment. For behold, the days come, and the books shall be opened, in which are written the sins of all who have sinned. And again, also the treasuries in which the righteousness of all those who have been righteous in creation is gathered. There are righteous people for the you know, some people believe that there is no such thing as righteous people. For it shall come to pass at that time that you shall see and the many that are with you, the long-suffering of the most high, which has been throughout all generations. Who has been long suffering towards all who are born, alike those who sin and those who are righteous? And I answered and said, But behold, O Lord, no one knows the number of those things which have passed, nor yet of those things which are to come. For I know indeed that which has befallen us, but what will happen to our enemies I know not. And when you will visit, your works, chapter 25, the sign of coming judgment. And he answered and said unto me, You too shall be served till that time, till that sign, which the Most High will work for the inhabitants of the earth in the end of days. This therefore shall be the sign. When a stupor shall see inhabitants of the earth, and they shall fall into many tribulations, and again when they shall fall into great torments. And it shall come to pass when they say in their thoughts by reason of their much tribulation, the mighty one does no longer remember the earth. Yes, it will come to pass when they abandon hope that the time will then awake. And I answered and said, will that tribulation which is to be Continue a long time? And will that necessity embrace many years? And he answered and said unto me Into 12 parts is the time divided, and each one of them is reserved for that part which is appointed for it. In the first part, there shall be the beginning of commotions, in the second part, there shall be slayings of the great ones. In the third part, the fall of many by death. In the fourth part, the sending of the sword. In the fifth part, famine and the withholding of rain. And in the sixth part, earthquakes and terrors, wanting. And in the eighth part, a multitude of specters and attacks of the Shadim. And in the ninth part, fall of fire. And in the tenth part, rapine and much oppression. And in the eleventh part, wickedness and unchastity. And in the twelfth part, confusion from the mingling together of all those things aforesaid. For these parts of that time are reserved, and shall be mingled one with another, and and minister one to another. For some shall leave out some of their own, and receive it. And receive in its stead from others, and some complete their own and that of others, so that those may not understand who are upon the earth in those days that this is the consummation of the times. Nevertheless, whoever understands shall be shall then be wise, for the measure and the reckoning reckoning of that time are two parts a week. Of seven weeks. And I answered and said, it is good for a man to come and behold, but it is better that he should not come lest he fall. But I will say this also, will he who is incorruptible decide those things which are corruptible? And whatever befalls in the case of those things which are corruptible, so that he might look only to those things which are not corruptible but if o oh lord those things shall assuredly come to pass which you have foretold to me so so do you show this also unto me if indeed i have found grace in your sight is it in one place or or in one of the parts of the earth that those things are to come to pass or will the whole earth experience them and he answered and said to me whatever will then befall will befall the whole earth therefore all who live will experience them for at that time i will protect only those who are found in those selfsame days in this land and it shall come to pass when all this accomplished is all excuse me and it shall come to pass when all is accomplished that what that was to come to pass in those parts that the Messiah shall, be, shall then begin to be revealed, and Behemoth shall be revealed from his place, and Leviathan shall ascend from the sea, those two great monsters which I created on the fifth day of creation and shall have kept until that time. And then they shall be for food for all that are left. The earth also shall yield its fruit ten thousand fold. And on each vine there shall be a thousand branches. And each branch shall produce a thousand clusters. And each cluster produce a thousand grapes. And each grape produce a core of wine. And those who have hungered shall rejoice. Moreover, also they shall behold marvels every day. For winds shall go forth from before me to bring every morning the fragments of aromatic fruits and at those of the day clouds distilling the dew of health. It shall come to pass at that selfsame time that the treasury of manna shall again descend from on high. And they will eat of it in those years because these are they who have come the consummation of time. And it shall come to pass after these things, when the time of the advent of the Messiah is filled, that he shall return in glory. Then all who have fallen asleep in hope of him shall rise again. And it shall come to pass at that time that the treasuries will be opened in which is preserved the number of the souls of the righteous, and they shall come forth and the multitude of the souls shall be seen together in one assemblage of one thought and and the first shall rejoice and the last shall not be grieved for they for they know that the time has come of which it is said that it is the consummation of the times but the souls of the wicked when they behold all these things they sh- shall shall then waste away the more, for they shall know that their torment has come and their perdition has arrived. Notice the souls of the righteous and the souls of the wicked exist, exist, continue to exist. Verse 31, and it came to pass after after these things, that I went to the people and said unto them, assemble unto me, all your elders, and I will speak words unto them. And they assembled in the valley of the Kidron, and I assembled and said to them, Hear, O Israel, and I will speak to you. Give ear, O seed of Jacob, and instruct you. Forget not Zion, but hold in remembrance the anguish of Jerusalem. For lo, the days come when everything that is shall become the prey of corruption. And be as though it had not been. But as for you, if you prepare your hearts so as to sow in them the fruits of the law, it shall protect you in that time in which the mighty one is to shake the whole creation. Because after a little time, the building of Zion will be shaken in order that it may be built again. But that building will not remain but will again after a time be rooted out and will and will remain desolate until the time and afterwards it must be renewed in glory and perfected forevermore therefore we should not be distressed so much over the evil which has now come as as over that which is still to be for there will be a greater trial than these tribulations then the mighty one excuse me when the mighty one will renew his creation and now do not draw near to me for a few days nor seek nor seek me till i come to you and it came to pass when i had spoken to them all these words that i baruch went my way and when the people saw me setting out they lifted up their voice and lamented and said to where are you departing from us Baruch, and are you forsaking us as a father who forsakes his orphan children and departs from them? Are these the commands which your companion, Jeremiah the prophet, commanded you and said unto you, Look to this people until I go and make ready the rest of the, the brethren in Babylon, against whom has gone forth the sentence that they should be led into captivity? And now, if you also forsake us, it were good for us all to die before you and and then you should you should with uh, excuse me, and then you should withdraw from us chapter 40 34, excuse me. and I answered and said unto the unto the people, Far be it from me to forsake you or to withdraw from you but I only go unto the Holy of Holies to inquire of the Mighty One concerning you and concerning Zion, if in some respect I should receive more illumination. And after these things, I will return to you. Chapter 35, And I, Baruch, went to the holy place and sat upon the ruins and wept and said, Oh, that my eyes were springs and my eyelids a fount of tears, for how shall I lament for Zion and How shall I mourn for Jerusalem? Because in that place where I am now prostrate of old, the high priest offered holy sacrifices and placed thereon an incense of fragrant odors. But now our glorying has been made into dust and the desire of our soul into sand. Chapter 36. And when I had said these things, I fell asleep there. And I saw in the night, and lo, a forest of the trees planted on the plain, and and lofty and rugged mountains surrounded it. And that forest occupied much space, and lo, over it, against, against it, arose a vine. And from under it there went forth a fountain peacefully. Now that fountain came from the forest and was stirred into great waves, and those waves submerged that forest, and suddenly they rooted out the greater part of that forest, and overthrew all the mountains which were round about it, and the height of the forest began to be made low, and the top of the mountains was made low that the fountain prevailed greatly, so that it left nothing of that great forest save one cedar only, also when it had when it had cast it down and had destroyed and rooted. Out the greater part of that forest, so that nothing was left of it, nor could its place be recognized. Then that vine began to come with the fountain in peace and great tranquillity, and it came to a place which was not far from that cedar, and they brought the cedar which had been cast down to it, and I beheld, and lo, that vine opened its mouth and spoke and said to that cedar, "Are you not that cedar?" Which was left of the forest of wickedness, and by whose means wickedness persisted, and was wrought all those years as goodness never—excuse me—and goodness never. And you kept conquering that which was not yours, and to that which was yours, you you did never show compassion, and you did, ex- and you did keep extending your power over those. Who were far from you, and those who drew near, drew near you, did hold fast in the toils of your wickedness, and you did uplift yourself as one that could not be rooted out. But now your time has spent and your hour is come. Do you also therefore depart, O cedar, after the forest which departed before you and become dust with it, and let your ashes be mingled together? And now recline in anguish and, and rest in torment till your last time come, in which you will come again and be tormented still more. And after these things, I saw that, that cedar burning and the vine growing itself and all around it, the plain full of unfading flowers, and, and I indeed awoke, awoke and arose. And I prayed and said, O Lord, my Lord, you do always enlighten those who are led by understanding. Your law is life, and your wisdom is right guidance. Make known to me, therefore, the interpretation of this vision, for you know that my soul has always walked in your law, and from my earliest days I departed not from your wisdom. answered and said unto me, Baruch. This is the interpretation of the vision which you have seen. As you have seen the great forest which lofty and rugged mountains surrounded, this is the word. Behold, the day is come, and this kingdom will be destroyed, which once destroyed Zion, and it will be subjected to that which comes after it. Moreover, that also again after a time Will be destroyed, and another, a third will arise, and that also will have dominion for its time, and will be destroyed. After these things, a fourth kingdom will arise, whose power will be harsh and evil, far beyond those which were before it, and it will rule many times as the forests on the plain, and it will hold fast for times, and will exalt itself more than the cedars of Lebanon. And by the truth will be hidden, excuse me, and by it the truth will be hidden, and all those who are polluted with iniquity will flee to it, as evil beasts flee and creep into the forest. And it will come to pass when the time of its consummation, excuse me, and it shall come to pass, and it will come to pass when the time of its consummation that it should fall has has approached then the principate of my messiah will be revealed which is like a fountain which is like the fountain and the vine and when it is revealed it will root out the multitude of its host and as touching that which you have seen the lofty cedar which was left of that forest and the fact that the vine spoke words with it which you did hear this is the word the last leader of that time will be left alive when the multitude of his hosts will be put to the sword and he will be bound and they will take him up to mount zion and my messiah will convict him of all of all his impieties and will gather and set before him all the works of his hosts and afterward he will put him to death and protect the rest of my people, which has been found in the place which I have chosen. And his principate will stand forever until the world of corruption is at an end and until the times aforesaid are fulfilled. This is your vision and this is its interpretation. Okay, so I think what I'm going to do here, we are hardly even halfway through here, so I'm going to have to break this up into parts. So. I am going to, I am going to break this up in, into parts because of it being because of its excuse me because of its length, and so tomorrow we will continue with chapter forty one. Right? So chapter forty one tomorrow the destiny of the apostates and the proselytes. Okay, so we read forty chapters today, forty chapters of Second Baruch, and so if you guys have any questions. Feel free to put some questions in the live chat. Just put Christopher in there. Okay, see what we have. Okay, so I'm just taking questions here in the live chat. For those of you who are just joining us, we are live on multiple platforms here, many platforms actually. Let's see what we got here. Tyler asked a question, how does one repent and how does one be forgiven of their sins so according to according to the scriptures everything basically from genesis to revelation with perhaps the exception of paul's letters okay perhaps i say perhaps the exception depending on how you interpret it to to obtain forgiveness you have to repent it is impossible to re, to to be forgiven of your sins when you don't repent some people say, well, yeah, the sacrifice covers your sins. That's not true. Even in, even in the you know, so-called Old Testament, you'll see time and time again where God did not accept their sacrifice because they did, not, they did not repent. So you must repent in order to be forgiven of your sins. And again, we know that because God rebuked people for their sins in spite of their sacrifices. You know, in in the uh, in the Tanakh, in the Torah, in the Prophets, actually, he rebuked them for their sacrifices because they sacrifice, you know, in their sin. Basically, Proverbs. There's twice in the book of Proverbs it says the sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord. How does one repent? Stop sinning. Okay. That could mean stop doing what you shouldn't do, or that could also mean start doing what you should do. There's two different ways of looking at it. Two different ways of looking at it. There are the negative commands, thou shalt not, and then there are the positive commands, thou shalt. You know, thou shalt honor your father and your mother. That's a positive command. That's something you should do. Thou shalt not steal. That's something that is a negative command. So how does one repent? It's basically to align yourself with with uh, with God's instructions, with his Torah. To the best of your ability. That's how you repent. Very good question, Tyler. Thank you for asking. Going nowhere? Do you think sleep paralysis is a type of attack of, of, from the enemy? Not saying it is. Just wanted to hear your opinion. Well, yeah. Any anything that's a weakness or a sickness is. We don't we don't get weakness or sickness directly from God. You know, it's a spirit of weakness or spirit of sickness. Now, I'm not saying it is it. I'm not saying it's like a a direct attack of an evil spirit. It could be an indirect attack. Okay. What I mean by that is it could be something that has been brought on through circumstances, you, you know, diet or, you know, perhaps being overweight or, you know, not getting enough sleep. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, there's lots of different, you have to talk to a doctor, a sleep doctor for that. So what I'm saying is there are natural causes that can cause this thing it can still it, it's still from the enemy okay but it's it could be natural causes that bring this you know brings this about so yeah it's very it's it's important to understand that God works very practically and also the enemy works very practically as well. thanks for your question going nowhere. Tyler, what does it mean to be a prophet of God? Well, by definition, a prophet is is a mouthpiece for God, basically. A prophet is God spokes, you know, like if you if God uses you to, to speak his word, a prophet is someone who speaks for God, basically. He speaks, speaks in the name of God and speaks on God's behalf. That's what that's what a prophet is. A prophet is not necessarily a teacher, right? Not necessarily a teacher. Or I should say a teacher is not necessarily a prophet. Another very good question, Tyler. Thank you for asking. Going nowhere, ask the question, what is sin? 1 John chapter 3, verse 4 makes it very clear. Sin is transgression of the law. In other words, you do something against God's law, that's sin. You break God's law, that's sin. I understand there are some people who redefine sin. They say, well, sin is, the only, the only sin there is is, is, is rejecting Jesus. Not true. Not true. What they're saying is all of the horrific crimes that is, that, that, that is committed in the world today is not sin. It's righteousness. It's horrific to say something like that. Okay? Yes, sin is sin. Sin is something that, you know, it is, it is breaking God's law. Again, it's either doing what you should should not be doing, or it is not doing what you should be doing. That's what sin is. Thank you once again, Going Nowhere, for asking. Billy says my new favorite verse for the anti-Christian trolls, Baruch 23, verse 2, and he answered and said to me, why then are you disturbed about that which you do not know, and why are you restless about that? that which you do not possess any knowledge that's a good one that's a good one billy that's a good one absolutely okay okay so as far as i can see here i got all the questions that were specifically addressed to me so we are going to wrap this up for tonight tomorrow we'll see how far we get okay if we have the time, it depends. We'll finish off 2nd Baruch. If not, we'll make it into we'll break it into three parts. But it's very interesting, isn't it? Talking about the end times, talking about life after death, all this kind of stuff. It's amazing, isn't it? So really looking forward to it. So tomorrow we're gonna begin with 2nd Baruch chapter 41. We're gonna go as far as we can without exhausting ourselves too much here. And as always, taking your questions and your comments as time goes along so that'll be it for tonight thanks again for for watching thanks again for tuning in and thanks for your questions and your comments you guys are awesome as always you guys are world changers for those of you who are new here again we do this every single day by the grace of god seven days a week six of those seven days we go live 7 p.m eastern that is from sunday through Friday. It's 7 p.m. Eastern time. It's New York time. Every Saturday we go live 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 2 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, so make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following. If you're not uh, already, Lacey says uh, thank you so much. Shalom, everyone. Have a good evening. Thank you very much, Lacey and Blake. Says thanks everyone for the prayers. Means a lot. Means a lot to me. Okay. All right, so, all right. Okay, just looking back here in the live chat and just looking what's what's happening here. Just saw this here Blake said I have got to step away my mom's been in the ER all day I need to call her be, be back if I can. Okay, yeah, we let's uh, let's pray we'll pray here for Blake and his mother before we go. So let's all join in prayer and and we'll we'll join in agreement. So Father, we thank you Father for this evening. Thank you Father for providing for us. Thank you, Father, for blessing us. Thank you, Father, for another time of reading scriptures and learning and fellowshipping and all that good stuff. Thank you, Father, for your blessings upon us. Thank you, Father, for bringing us through an, another day. So, Father, we ask you, you would have mercy upon Blake's mother there in the ER, Father, that your health and, and uh, your angels would be there with them. Father, we ask you that you would give Blake wisdom and comfort and knowledge through whatever situation that he his mother's in right now. So, Father, we just ask that you would have mercy, send your angels, and let your let your will be done, Father, as it is in heaven, Father. We bless you, Father. We bless you. We bless you, Father. Let there be peace and health in the name of Yeshua of Nazareth. And everyone said, thank you. Everyone said, amen, amen. Okay. Yeah, Lacey says, Christopher Blake's mother is in the hospital. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Lacey. Alan says, uh, thank you, brother. Much love and blessings to you all. Thank you again, Alan. Love and blessings multiplied back to you as well. Blake says, thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome, Blake. And the Lord be with you. And Lord be with you and with your mother in this time. Yes. Blessings, blessings, blessings. And Lacey says, amen. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So I'll see you guys tomorrow evening. Same time, same place. We're going to be reading from the same book, starting at at chapter 41. So thanks again, everyone. Tammy says, have a great night, all. Thank you, Tammy. You too. Thank you very much. see some amazing things going on in there in the live chat. Awesome. Some awesome things. Wonderful. Okay. See you guys tomorrow evening. As always, I pray for each one of you and for your families and for your loved ones, for for you and yours, that the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face to shine upon you, lift up his countenance upon you, and give you wonderful, wonderful shalom. Amen. Amen. See you tomorrow.